Okay, so right now we're looking at the blood in the machine. We're looking at the prior person's blood under the microscope. And I'm going to give you a better view of that microscope. Let's describe what we're looking at under the microscope, Kyle. What do we, what do we see? Well, it, it's it's been up there for a little bit. So the cell I saw it earlier. So um, so the cell structure it's really good actually um, for you know given given a situation. your blood and we have a subject that was just in we're going to show how the machine measures the blood levels for cholesterol triglyceride hdl ldl and glucose but most importantly we're evaluating the evidence-based medicine and we're going to do this from a perspective of here let me just uh bring this uh camera angle a little bit better if we can see that hold on uh, all right, so what we're doing is we're taking this blood. We're going to collect your blood in a moment, but here we go. This is a cholestec, and what we've done is we've actually uh, collected into the pipette. We've squirted it onto the uh, cassette, the lipid cholesterol cassette. I'm putting it in the machine, so let me uh, just follow it along over over this way. Uh, okay, <laughs> why that's not showing over there. Okay, here we go. That's what I wanted, I guess. Uh, uh, no, it's it's showing. <laughs> yeah. Here, we'll, we'll get this right. Um, I was hoping to show this machine. So which which is it doing? Yeah, so we don't have yeah, this, that, this camera. That one's lost, right? We got to start over. Okay, so we have to reboot. It doesn't lie. We're doing a series of experiments specifically to evaluate how a body responds to an animal-based diet versus a plant-based diet. I literally purchased a group of, if you will, plant-based burgers. The impossible burger we're going to compare that to the beyond burger a boca burger and a gardein burger okay. gardein i i'm told is also at the yard house i don't okay. know how pervasive or how distributed yard houses around the country and a few of them sound vaguely familiar i've, I've heard the names but I haven't tried them yet okay. like the boca burger right right so uh our subject just uh departed here and i, I just wanted to show what I did was I collected the blood. I put it into the cassette. You observed mm -hmm. uh, the gentleman that was here. Yes. And I'm going to put it in the machine. We pre-clean the machine uh, per the manual directions. It's called a Colostec LDX. And it's going to measure HDL, LDL, triglyceride, cholesterol, and glucose. So I'm, I'm discarding this in the Sharps container. And what we're about to do is actually measure your blood. Maybe you can scoot over a little closer here. Uh, okay. And if you don't mind, uh, here, we're going to... Hold, hold on. Let me, before you do that... I'll use, uh, this one This one I used just a second ago, so this one should be okay. Uh, uh, okay. So you want to... All right. Do, do the, the honors. honors. Uh, Whereabouts? Uh, was it on this? I'm left-handed. So oh. we, we, you got a situation where I need to draw my left hand to your right hand. So that's perfect, but it has to be on the inside for me. Okay. Yeah, either way. That's fine. You're whatever, okay with that? Yeah, whatever's best for you. 
Okay, let's get this done. And the equipment's ready to go. Here we go. I'm going to grab the pipette, and people are going to see. I just need to have enough light here. I hope it doesn't throw it off on the camera. Let's get it down here. Very good. Put a little pressure. Pull that finger up. Okay, so what are we doing, Kyle? I was just about to say, if w w what he's doing that you might not be able to see is he is uh, pooling the blood on my finger and using the pipette, which has like a negative pressure to it, um, in order to pull the pull my blood up to the uh, the proper mark on the pipette. And once I once it's up to that proper mark, then we have a, a sample size big enough to uh, to put into the Colostec cassette and get a proper measurement for my. Uh, my glucose, my triglycerides, um, and my cholesterol. Okay, we have one little difficulty that doesn't often happen, but um, here, let me let me get this uh, started. I'll make sure we can pull that up. There we go. Here, I need a, a little bit more because I had to pull off that little drop because it has to fill it up completely. All right, so we're just going to get that. So how many tests would you say we've done over the last, uh, I don't know, 10 years? You've worked with me for how many years? I've worked with you j almost seven now. Okay. And, uh, I mean, at least several times a week. You know, we, we, we do this quite often. We have a, a lot of in-house in patients that come into you know, to get their blood looked at and also get their cholesterol levels measured. And, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very informative test, you know. Yeah. It's good to know, good to know what's happening under the hood. Uh, also, uh, under the microscope, we have this sample of blood that you can see that we pulled uh, on the prior individual that came in. And, and here I'm going to uh, go ahead and put this drop in. But you see that little area there? You think you might need a little more? I do. Okay. Yeah. That's um, a guarantee. I just want to make sure. So what I'll do is I'll pull it up with the other pipette, and we'll get that done. Okay, here, let's just clear our area. And... Here, I'll just use it from this one just to be absolutely sure. That's not standard. I don't normally do it this way, but... Um, <laughs> it's hard, hard for me to do that angle with yeah. one hand. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you just have to deal with the situation at hand. So here, let's bring that up. Of course, it doesn't want to bleed now. Usually we use a bigger uh, <laughs> little needle... Uh, Lancet and it it pops pretty hard and it's, it's a little uncomfortable. So we try and spare people that by using the smaller one, especially for the microscope. You don't want as much blood uh, gelling out, and, and it does uh, affect the sample uh, the, the the sample of on the on the live blood, correct? Yeah. If you get too too big of a droplet. Yeah, for sure. You might just poke another finger. It doesn't feel like it wants to give anymore. That's why I brought the the poker. Okay. Do you, oh, you want this hand? <laughs> <laughs> On the inside, yeah. There you go. 
Okay, that's going to be much easier. And then what we'll do is the beauty of this, you needed to do it anyway. So we're going to have to uh, pull the... For, for the live and dry blood samples? Yeah, ho hold on before you start that. Uh, also, we have the COVID test that we tested on you prior, and we just put the blood in the sample with the reagent, and it tested negative. COVID negative, everybody. <laughs> you can give me a hug. Yeah, yeah, good stuff here. <laughs> we can shake hands without danger. Okay, so we're going to pull this little uh, plunger out and finish the amount. Okay, so the prior person... Uh, had a level, and I'll identify that person as uh, Nicholas. His level, yeah, let's see if we can just bring that light over here, if it shows. Uh, can you see the results over here and bring that uh, close-up camera closer? Can you see the results there? Can you read them off, Kyle? Uh, yeah, it says uh, total, uh, total cholesterol is 186. HDL is 44, LDL is 127, and his triglycerides are 76. Okay, continue with the reading. Then his non-HDL is 142, and his LDL to HDL ratio is 2.9. Okay. And his glucose is 84. Got it. Okay. So that, since we, we have these results, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat it one more time. Data... There we go. So uh, why don't we do this so that we can keep track of what's going on here? Do you have take a, a picture of it real quick? Yeah, so. take a picture. That'll be easier. Then we can just pull it back up. And then I'll show it to the audience so they see it as well. Okay. Do you have that picture? Get the better. The light was a little weird. So there we go. Okay, I got that one. If you want to, oh, there's three more of them though. If you want to, hold, click hold on. Can you pull this down? Yes, sir. Let's see the front picture here. Let's see. Can they, can they see that? Oh, it'll be up here. Oh yeah. We got a little. Is that as far as as close as it'll get without pulling it off? Yeah. Okay. Do, do you, if I go this let's way, see, let's see if I can give you a little extra room. Okay, so again, the readings are, can you actually read them off the screen? I can. Not the easiest, but yeah, you, you sure can. What is the numbers? It says a 186 for total cholesterol, HDL is 44, triglycerides are 76, LDL is 127. Okay, let's, that, again, that next reading. Just a little higher. Oh, I think Just it, a little higher. I think it decided to end. Oh. I disconnected it worse. Oh, whoops. <laughs> but we have the reading. We yeah, we, we took we, the we pictures. We read it out in the recording. We'll be able to go back through it and grab and it. And the significant tests are completed. All right, so let's do this next part. Yeah. Okay, it's one of those interesting days. <laughs> All right. We're fumbling, but we're still getting it done. Okay, you know, can you hold you on recover. to this? Of course. Thank you. Well, uh, <laughs> we're going to get that done. Is there power? Or did it, Oh, I got it. Good. Okay, so it says waiting, uh, testing memory. Okay, we're good. Now, l let me just put that added little drop, right? Uh, again, a little bit irregular, but I'm going to put just a little drop in just, just to be correct. Because it should be the total volume. 
We'll recheck it, recheck it too anyway at several intervals to do this experiment correctly. Um, so here we go. Yep. Okay, so now that we know we're ready to run this test, we're going to put this in. I think we need that light. Okay, very good. Okay, so we're going to get a run on that. We always discard the Lancet. Get rid of that. And let's uh, go ahead and proceed with a different angle, right? Okay, so... Right now, we're looking at the blood in the machine. We're looking at the prior person's blood under the microscope. And I'm going to give you a better view of that microscope. Let's describe what we're looking at under the microscope, Kyle. What do we, what do we see? Well, it, it's, it's been up there for a little bit. So the cell, I saw it earlier. So, um, so the cell structure, it's really good, actually, um, for, you know, given, given a situation. The, uh, the red blood cells look good. They're, they are quite circular. They're not very misshaped. Um, his white blood cell looks like it's intact and it was moving around a little bit earlier. So it looked like it was in a healthy state. Um, and then we do see a, a few wigglies in the background, huh? Some, uh, some microbes and some, some little bacteria. Yeah. And did you identify the white blood cell I for did. the audience? Yeah, yeah. The white blood cell okay. is the slightly bigger cell in the middle with the more transparent look to it. Okay. Uh, what, I mean, if it were to just be described as a color with, with lobes and, and various things. That's a monocyte, essentially. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have different types of cells, granular sites, agranular sites. This is an agranular site because you really don't identify the granules that clearly. Um, and so let's just move the blood around a little bit more. We can identify a few more structures. But there seems to be a fair amount of uh, microbial activity Showing up even, although if you leave blood under a microscope long enough, it'll culture in live blood, and you'll see more activity. Out of, out of my own curiosity, Nick. Um, yeah. Where what what would because you know we I look at a lot of blood under blood under a microscope, and the level of microbes in people varies tremendously. You know, some people Correct. look like you know are completely you know clean as can be. You don't see anything wiggling around in the background, and then some people it looks like some alien safari. Um, so I guess I was just asking, what what is it about a person's lifestyle or upbringing or, or choices that you know cause this kind of situation compared to um, you know when when you see it squeaky clean like a you know like a commercial kitchen? Well, what we're looking at, if if you take a, a glance here, you can see, uh, and I'll, I'll help on the screen if you can see this. See that large type of bacteria there and there and there. They're actually moving and they're alive. And I happen to know that this person is on a heavy meat diet. And in my book, I talked about the exposure to microbes and bacteria, e even viral exposures. And uh, a person on a heavy meat diet will tend to have, I mean, think of it, salmonella. Uh, you can think of various other types of exposures and so, like, does kissing a lot of people cause stuff like this? If, if you have a strong immune system and you are sharing the saliva, uh, the reality is that 
a person with a strong immune system will adapt fairly quickly and they will take on a a biome of the other person. And the more exposure you have to other biomes, the healthier your immune system becomes. So this kind of clutter in regards to, uh, that's a negative, negative connotated word, but like this type of culture is so it's not ne- not necessarily a bad thing to have that many bacteria to have this kind of well uh, it is i i'm gonna go so far as to say uh i know the history of this individual and they've been struggling with some kind of chronic infection okay so this so this this type of thing then really doesn't happen to this degree without a compromised immune system of, of some sort correct okay and and let's say someone takes antibiotics and it clears everything out now, the bad stuff grows faster, grows more easily. No, not necessarily. Okay. But let's say every day they're eating meat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're constantly culturing. They're culturing new exposures. Okay. And for whatever reason, this person, their immune system is not handling the viral, let's just say the bacterial overload that they're being presented with. Okay. Now, I predict that this person will when they shift over to a plant-based diet that their blood will improve measurably their blood will look far better and and you'll start to see that the microbes will be less uh pronounced everyone has a little bit of microbes yeah, no, definitely but, but just the scale at which you see where some people have like one here or there and some people and it's have, hard to hardly even find them, yeah right? and some people it's like you know, it looks like the plague or something. <laughs> and, and, and the fact that those uh, bacterial counts increase so rapidly, the time at which it increases is important as well. Okay. Now, Enderline theory and some of the other terrain theorists of microscopy have stated that we do all have these microbes in our body. And under certain conditions, if we've used alcohol... Uh, street drugs or prescription, if we've gotten poor sleep habits, if we're not consistent with our exercise, uh, if we're maybe not cognizant of adrenal fatigue and issues that relate. What, what is it about street drugs and prescription drugs that causes these issues, if I may ask? Well, think about it. Let, let's say someone's using, uh, I'll just put it out there, cocaine, methamphetamine, um, What's another street drug? Uh, marijuana. Um, like heroin, right? There's Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess so, right? It's heroin. Popular. It's popular in some places you'd never expect it to be popular, like Huntington right. Beach, for example. It's kind of crazy. Okay. Uh, what that does is, it. Let, let's take the example of methamphetamine or cocaine. It puts the body in overdrive. It, it puts so much stress on the adrenals. So like caffeine, but worse? Yes. Okay. Far worse. Okay. However, you brought up a good thing, a good point, and that is that caffeine in susceptible individuals is something that if they don't metabolize caffeine very well from coffee or Coca-Cola. It keeps on too long, basically. Some people it passes through very quickly and does a very minimal effect, right? And then some people it's almost like 12 hours of well, well, the, over think, the top. Think, think of the definition of, of, of metabolism, right? Metabolism is that the body has the ability to take in a drug or a chemical, and, and in this case, caffeine is a form of. If you look in the PDR, the well, phys- it's, it's physicians ban- it's banned over three hundred milligrams in fighting sports because of how performance enhancing it is, right? So it's a uh, yeah. So it is definitely it's definitely so, not an inert, so, inert substance. So if you look in the physician desk reference, right, 
I've never seen you pull that book out. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ca- <laughs> caffeine will be listed alphabetical under okay. its uh, chemical name, and you will find that it is considered a drug prescription of 200 milligrams or more. A doctor would prescribe 200 milligrams or more to get a drug effect. It is a drug. Yeah. And the fact that it is a drug, metabolism has it that, let's say my friend, Dr. C, she drinks the same cup of coffee I drink at the we same don't want time. You drinking that cup of coffee. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. She drinks it and it will clear her system I mean, she'll get the effect of the caffeine. Like some people, it's like 20 minutes. Some people, she'll get the effect. She'll get the energy. And then for, for whatever reason, she'll be ready for another cup. Mm -hmm. I know a few people like that. Yeah. Right. It's almost minimal effect. They can go to sleep after a cup of caffeine. If I drink like, like a sip. Literally. We know. We know. (laughs) But explain to the. (laughs) I don't metabolize caffeine. It stays in my system. It doesn't leave my system no. in, from morning into and the it night. it takes you as high as caffeine can take a person, basically. Beyond. It, it's yeah. almost like I took meth. It's, it's, it's and, scary. And, and I wouldn't really know, <laughs> per se, should I say yeah, meth, but, right? but like as far as like the way perceiving from the outside. Like, yeah, you're, uh, although, you're, uh, although I will say, I once had, I was in the presence of a person who said, this is Mexican marijuana. Now, I didn't know what they were talking about. And I walked in the room, and there was this white smoke. I come to find out it was meth. And, <laughs> and, and, and just secondhand experience of it. I think I was there for the after effects of that one. Yeah. I think I was. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it lasted for, uh, it must have been like, the I was awake night, for. The whole night we were playing damage control, having fun, going, no, Nick, no. <laughs> for whatever reason, I, I, have, I, I have probably clinically had low adrenal function for most of my life. Yeah, I, I'm going to be very direct. I, I know we, we know the symptoms. Uh, Dr. Terry Hertog first described it. I was in the front row taking notes with Dr. Ron Rothenberg, UC San Diego professor, Dr. Hertog from Belgium. And he was describing in no uncertain terms the whole issue of uh, adrenal fatigue. And I'm a classic case. There's this book, um, Safe Uses of Cortisol by William McKinley Jeffries. If you grab that book, Adrenal Fatigue, uh, Kyle, please grab that one right there. Sorry. It's okay. You just drop shit all over the place. <laughs> I don't care. It just it's happens. It's just a set. I don't yeah. mind. So We'll cut that when out. You, no, we'll leave it in. <laughs> when you understand adrenal fatigue, which I'm going to put my head out there and say, the people most susceptible to COVID and to in, infections oh, and flus and colds are those who have poor adrenal function and do nothing about it. Not only poor adrenal function because of their natural genetics or, or, or lifestyle outside of work, but you know especially you know, our friends in law enforcement and, you know, and the, the front line of healthcare, be, just because of the, the, the shifts they're required to, to work, right? You know, 12, 12 hours minimum, 16 hours, uh, you know, three or four days in a row with less than eight hours between your shifts. You know, they, they basically are giving these people no choice but to burn out. Yeah. And, and we were talking about Dr. Terry Hertog, uh, third generation, um, expert in endocrinology. Even, even more He's, than that, right? I mean, because endocrinologists can be kind of narrow-minded in their approach. And his it's an, vast uh, yeah. knowledge it's, of, of hormonal intervention is amazing. It's amazing. And, and when he was a child, 
his father and grandfather would talk about thyroid disorders and cortisol disorders at the at the dinner table. Could not imagine having that level of knowledge poured into you from that young of an age. He was put on thyroid, as I understand, thyroid uh, armor, glandular thyroid, because he was clinically diagnosed with low thyroid levels at the age of, I believe, five. Wow. Was it his father or his grandfather who discovered thyroid hormone? The grandfather. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 In history, there, there's <laughs> even, if you will, a condition called Hertog syndrome where there's thinning of the eyebrows. So let's get back to our test because now that enough time, I'm going to hold on to this so I don't pull out the cord again. <laughs> Let me take a picture of it before you do yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, quick, quick, <laughs> take a picture. You got your camera. Yeah. It's going to be good to have these now, numbers. I don't think I need light on it, but for the audience, can you read them yeah, off? Yeah, so it's total cholesterol is 197. Yeah. Uh, triglycerides are 114. HDL is 39, LDL is 135. Okay, I'm forgive me. Uh, now I'm going to show in the audience, and I want you to repeat it so they see your your actual readings right now as we speak. So, say, so it's once again is uh, triglycerides are 197, or sorry, total cholesterol is 197. Triglycerides are 114. HDL is 39, and LDL is 135. Okay, and then we'll go ahead and click over to the. I'm going to hit one. data so I don't mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, then let me take a picture of that one real quick too. But I can't see. It says, uh, "Oh, non-HDL is one fifty-eight. LDL to HDL ratio is three point four. Okay. And then the glucose level. Glucose level is one oh six. Okay. You want to take another I picture sure just so we have here. Uh, oh, I've yeah, got just it. in case. Just yeah. <laughs> take a picture of that one while it's well, still here. Why didn't you take a picture of the glucose first? <laughs> Are you going back through the whole thing again? Just the second. Oh, I didn't get the second one. You're not going to get it. I don't think you it should. shows up a third time. Well, it only went through once. It only went through it once. We went through it the first 50 time. 50 cent bet. I'm going to try. Someone said uh, that we the, the singer 50 cent went bankrupt. I don't know. He has so many business ventures. I'd, you'd think he'd, it, it might have been a technicality. Did someone say... Yeah, I was, I was saying it was a technicality for him to end a company so he didn't have to pay. Oh, okay. yeah, it, was, it was normal business practice. Uh, I almost guarantee. I, I, don't, I don't believe it. You know how many athletes who make millions, including Mike Tyson, who we're going to comment but on soon? But he owns soon. Smartwater. Currently? 50 Cent owns Smartwater. And he owns a couple other. He's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a pretty savvy businessman. He's also okay. one of the co-producers and owners of that show Power. He's, yeah, he's, and that show's doing well. He's, I, I highly doubt he's struggling right now. Okay, so... Back, back to <laughs> side topic. <laughs> we, we never diverted the subjects. Yeah, no, we stay focused at all times. <laughs> I'm the one who starts it all. Oh, oh, now, now check this out. You have candida, which is a fungal form. You see that little white patch, mm -hmm. right? Yes, sir. Now, now, there's traditional doctors say you'll never find candida in the blood. It's like impossible. You'd be approaching death, like on your deathbed with cancer or something, and then you'd see candida. The truth is. There has been clinicians who have pipetted the blood, pulled it, sent it off to the laboratory, and confirmed it was one of several different types of, of candida fungal forms. So it is what it is. And I'd now, say we, we see it in, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but we do see it in quite a few of our, our, our people that we look at their blood for. And uh, when we do look at it, I'd say the vast majority of the time they are eating a lot of processed oil, a lot of animal products, and not really keeping track of their processed sugar intake, right? It's kind of that combo that causes that. Yes. And, and think about it. This person's blood is now teeming with uh, even, even spirochetes. It's got, uh, uh, it's got salmonella. 
It's got bacillus of various types, uh, pneumococcus. It's it's got. Um, I mean, if you go down the list, this this is a good example to look at when you're studying blood. So. When we look at blood and the shape and the quality of the cells, the absorption of vitamins and minerals, the red blood cells look good overall from what we they looked look at. very good. Yeah. Right? So the terrain that's carrying the blood, the background, the terrain, is what concerns us. Now, it's interesting. Do we recall what his triglycerides were? Um, it, it wasn't I, all I, that. I have them. It wasn't all that high. And, and if he had high triglycerides, we would consider them to be uh, elevated. His triglycerides were 114. Okay, so so think about it. He, he shared with us that he ate uh, not on the on the camera, but prior to our filming, that he had well, actually eaten, no. My apologies. His triglycerides were seventy six. Seventy six. It's extremely pristine and low. Seventy six by anyone's standards after eating in the middle of the day. We probably tested him what uh, approaching two thirty three o'clock. He's been yeah. gone about an hour, maybe three thirty. About three. Yeah, three three thirty. Three three thirty. He had already eaten a plant based veggie uh, bowl. Okay. He ate, um, mm, he, he may correct me, he'll remember what he ate, but I believe it was also uh, a veggie burrito. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and his, his triglycerides, when, when we first put them up, they looked, looked immaculate. It looked really, looked really good. And he said he's been, he's been doing plant-based for three or four days straight, is what he said at that point in time, I believe. Oh, I didn't hear that Yeah, part. yeah, that's what he said while I was setting things up over here. He said, he said for the past three or four days, he's been really clean. Okay. So that's why it was immaculate. And, and we were going to get <laughs> a weight really scale, but the weight scale mysteriously disappeared. We don't know where it went. And I, I kind of lost happens. it when I saw that. I'm like, because so many things have disappeared <laughs> no, from this office. I said, that never happens. Yeah. And, and that being said, uh, it's not excusable about how I actually got a little bit uh, perturbed about some issue that was going on. But it, it happened the way it happened. But the point is... I'm going to estimate his body weight at somewhere between 265 and 270. Mm -hmm. I want it, we're going to get this week his, his body weight, ideally. Mm -hmm. And then what he's agreed to do is to do a program that's nice. cleansing for his terrain, the microbes that he's had a chronic infection, he's told me, for more than 10 years oh, wow. that hasn't been addressed properly. And we're going down the list with the team of some of the top doctors in the country, arguably, and... We've, we're getting back test results. It's interesting. I got my test results back. I'm, I'm really curious because I've been waiting to see what those came up. I have no idea what I'm going to see on those. I look. I looked through them briefly. I'm, I'd be. I'm. I'm, I'm be interested to go over them with you and just 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 talk about. Was there it. some surprises? There? A few. Yeah, there were a few. Some interesting ones. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Listen. Listen. The, the whole reason. You know, I wrote the book "Blood Doesn't Lie" is because you can you can say anything you want to say about how healthy someone is, but when you put it to the test of multiple hormones, omegas, electrolytes, liver, kidney function, cancer markers, down the list, in most people, particularly by my age, you're going to find things. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, you can adjust for those Absolutely. things you find. So there's a section under infectious disease. Can you please find that section? I can. Yeah. And and I, I wanted I wanted to what, defer what, what to the book. What topic in here is it specifically on? Or well it's literally called infection um oh, okay. infection. This is, this is the infections <laughs> one right here. Yeah. How to how to um how to um 
how not to die, how not to die of infectious disease. That's the chapter in this particular mm-hmm. book, which the book is by Michael Greger, and, and, and we're going through that right now. So, Danny, is there any questions on, on the YouTube channel right now? So I'm in the I'm in that chapter. Okay. So all I wanted to do, you have your glasses on? Yes. Okay. I want you to name off the various microbes. Tuberculosis, typhoid fever, whooping cough, uh what does this say? Mutant cattle viruses. Uh influenza. Cold viruses came from horses. Water buffalo. Uh, oh, leprosy came from water buffalo is what it says. Wow. Ducks. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll just go and, I'll go and read it. Okay, please. Uh, so it says, it says typhoid, typhoid, fever, typhoid fever appears to have been originally acquired through the domestication of goats, but now infects nearly one-third of humanity. Meanwhile, measles and smallpox may have arisen from mutant cattle, cattle viruses. We domesticated pigs and got whooping cough. We domesticated chickens and got typhoid fever. We domesticated ducks and got influenza. Leprosy may have come from water buffalo and the cold virus from horses. How often did wild horses have the opportunity to sneeze into human faces until they were broken and bridled? Okay, so uh, jump ahead because there's some... I was having this argument with a gentleman at a Korean barbecue, and I was like like freaking out because I'm like, what do I order? <laughs> Yeah, we finally for vegans that are, we finally are, went to Sabu Sabu. Is that how it's called? Sabu. I think so. I've heard the name. Yeah, and they they give you this incredible vegetable dishes, but right next to me, the people were ordering meat. But the problem is when they cook the meat on the same gr- uh, gr- griddle. Grill? Yeah, grill. Grill. I want you to come up across that section where there's a particular pathogen that no matter amount, no matter how hot you cook the meat, those microbes come through. And, and I, I'm, I'm sharing this with our audience because, I mean, if you don't know it by now, we're in a massive lockdown. And if we trace down and you study my book, How Not to Die, I have a section in the, in the I thought it was so important, it's in chapter two. And it's stated, eating animals causes disease. And these diseases are zoonotic diseases. Now, I extracted some of these original research, and I'm very quick to say this. It's estimated that 75% of viruses and 50% of bacteria known to be coming, uh, cause disease in humans are from animals, zoonotic. So these are concerning, but Jump ahead, maybe the next section. Read the underlying sections because the underlying sections has a particular microbe that I even wrote. Go go back down here. What does it say down here in the eighty percent right here where it says? Oh, I thought I thought we had it. What what does this say right here? Four billion. This is the multiples. Yeah, maybe it's down here. Large respiratory. Upper respiratory, raw, vegan, and fruit. Okay, so it's saying that, for example, that when, uh, oh, there's cholera. Yeah, well, we mentioned that earlier, but there, there's another deadly, deadly virus. Uh, okay, here we go. That's what I want to look at. Salmonella. Okay. What does it say? 48 million people are sickened annually, and that usually, com- and that's, that's, that's just. That's from food poisoning, yeah. Yeah. So no one argues, but we continue to consume. Okay, here we go. Salmonella survived cooked omelets 
and French toast. So even if you cook it, and here, what's it say about eating chicken? It says, yeah, it says uh, salmonella can survive in cooked omelets and French toast. Salmonella, salmonella may even survive in eggs boiled up to eight minutes, which if you if you enjoy eggs, you know that they should be boiled much less than that to get soft boiled, which actually tastes good, wow. which actually feel good. So, yeah, everyone, everyone who's doing boiled eggs, if there's salmonella in the eggs, they are getting salmonella. And have you ever noticed during Thanksgiving, which were at that holiday, that the outbreaks of viruses and colds and flus immediately following that meal within days is at almost record highs during the year. And what I'm suggesting is the very foods that you ate during Thanksgiving are going to lead to this higher risk factor. Have you ever read this chapter, by the way? I sure have, yeah. I've read this book a couple of times. It's just, yeah. There's so much to it. It's, you, there's, it'd, be, it'd be pretty darn hard to you know, memorize all of it. But yeah, it's, it's a What's great What's to book. say about the pork industry? Read that one out loud. Okay. Um, let me get to the beginning of the sentence. The pork industry largely passes along to society the estimated $250 million cost of sickening tens of thousands of, Ameri- of Americans every year. Um, crowding pigs a little tighter means more money. And so, uh, you know, they're not worried about the diseases. Now, read this one by. with emphasis here. Read, read this one. Oh, it says, doesn't cooking wipe out most bugs? Well, C. Diff, diff isn't like most bugs. For most meat, 71 degrees Celsius is the recommended internal cooking temperature, but C. diff can survive two hours of cooking at that temperature. In other words, you can grill a chicken at the recommended cooking, or you can you can grill a chicken chicken at the recommended cooking thermometer temperature for two hours straight and still not kill the bug. You've probably seen advertisements for those alcohol-based sanitizers that advertise they kill 99.99% of all germs. Well, C. diff falls into that. 0.01 percent they don't call it a superbug for nothing residual spores 71 of, degrees celsius said, that's 160 degrees fahrenheit cooking temperature and it says that uh the residual spores of the pathogen have been shown to readily transmit with a handshake even after using hand sanitizer as one of the lead researchers who discovered another superbug in the United States meat supply, meat supply, Emma Mercer has advised, people who handle raw meat may want to wear gloves. Okay, and then if you recognize without reading all this, the point is that with antibiotics, animals are loaded with more antibiotics than the typical, if you will, even use into humans. And so because of that, we become antibiotic resistant. Well, and they're also saying that you know just by eating meat alone, you can you can have uh, traces of antibiotics found in your urine just from eating meat. Oh, the meat itself the meat is itself loaded with that much antibiotics. It shows up in, in your, your urine. urine from eating the meat. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think that's pretty revealing. Um, Calosthenos Immortal Soul asked, is whey protein safe? I always say no way to whey. And, and the reason is, is that uh, the, the milk protein essentially is, is the whey. It's a portion of dairy, which it's not the lactose that causes most people problems, lactose, sugar, and milk. It's, it's the whey and the casein usually. The whey and the casein. So, and the problem is, is with whey is even if it's as you know very purified, there's still trace amounts of that casein as well. And just the whey itself is inflammatory even if you're not allergic to it, correct? whey proteins are highly inflammatory. The fact that athletes were even using it uh, for so-called athletic well, benefit. Most of my, I have a few friends who 
are or were in the NFL, and the the, the people that I know who are at that top level, they uh, they ate real food. <laughs> they didn't they didn't believe in protein powders or any of that type of stuff. Which Especially is dairy whey exactly, protein. Yeah. I created a plant based protein uh, powder, uh, Slim Blend Protein, for the very reason that I was concerned uh, uh, about people consuming uh, the animal based uh, protein powders. They're not good for you. And most of them, not only are they not good for you in regards to just their base components that you're hoping you're going to get, um, you know, you do, do, your, do your own research, but uh, the vast majority of whey is contaminated with lead and arsenic, mercury, all kinds of heavy metals just from the process of, you know, what the, like the cows themselves and what they eat and what they're fed. So yeah, it's not, a, not, not, the, not the ideal source of protein. Danny, can you grab that blue bag and, and bring it over here? I'm going to have Kyle uh, actually read the label ingredients of these plant-based uh, burgers. Not that. It's a big blue, light blue. Do you not see it? Yeah. Yeah, bring that over here, please. Thank you. Uh, I, I We might defer back to the blood. Now, we didn't put your blood on the microscope. We sure didn't. What, we didn't? I mean, we got your lab levels. Okay, so let's start showing them what we got going on. It doesn't, here. Have, it doesn't have an ingredients list on. Well, it. Well, there is an ingredient list in buried in here. So oh, let's okay. let's unpack everything here. <laughs> yeah, that that one here. Okay, so we have we have corn tortillas. I, I wanted to use corn tortillas, although some people are allergic to corn. I didn't want to use like the typical bread, but this this is the burger. That's this, and I got to tell you, I had one last night. And, oh, we didn't do my blood yet, too. We need to do my blood, right? Mm -hmm. But um, can you read the ingredients? Here, maybe set that on the floor there, and then you can pull out what you want to pull out. Start. Let's start with this because can you smell this a little bit? What do you think of the scent? I was actually surprised. It smells like meat. Like I even stopped touching it. Like I started to not touch it because <laughs> I was thinking raw meat, which is kind of. Right, right, right. Uh, this one is water, cooked black beans, cooked brown rice, canola oil. Black bean powder, onions, corn, soy protein concentrate, tomato paste, bell peppers, contains 2% or less of potato starch, organic cane sugar, methyl cellulose, garlic powder, onion powder, sea salt, spices, yeast extract, salt, chipotle chili powder, citric acid, tomato powder, natural flavors, lactic acid, and molasses. Fairly okay ingredients as overall. Far as, as far Relative as, to? As far as uh, like artificial meats or you know fake meats go, I'd say this one's pretty pretty darn good you know the first thing that stands out that makes me go uh, is the canola oil where, where is it listed in order because you know the list of the ingredient in order of concentration will predict uh, its, it's level the fifth item on the list right before right after cooked brown rice and right before black bean powder so it's we'll fifth see okay but how many grams of fat does it have added in in saturated and total fat it has total total fat has nine grams polyunsaturated is 2.5 monounsaturated is five Okay, so nine grams of fat times nine, so that's that's eighty-one divided by how many total uh, calories? Uh, two hundred. Two hundred cal two hundred calories divided by eighty-one. So, oh, wait, eighty-one divided by two hundred is forty percent fat. So this Gardein butt burger is 40% of its calories coming from fat. And it's a, uh, here, here we go, can you see that? It is a Gardein Chipotle black bean burger made with a medley of vegetables. Yeah, uh, and it, just so people know, a lot of the reason why they add that fat is actually more for consumer appeal 
in the process of cooking it more so than anything because they uh, they want you to get that same sizzle that you'd get from cooking meat on the grill, and so they have to add the oil for that. Okay, so our audience should be able to see there's 200 calories per burger. There's 9 grams total fat. There's 0.5 saturated fat. So there must be some animal base in it. Why does it say point? Oh, no, coconut. If it has coconut oil or something, some plant foods have saturated fat. So, okay, I stand corrected. Uh, let's see. Trans fat is zero. Polyunsaturated fat, 2.5 grams. Monosaturate is what appears to be uh, five grams of fat. Now, don't get thrown off track by all these different types of fats. That's kind of a smoke screen. It's very misleading and confusing to people. And they get all caught up in, you know, is saturated fat worse? Yeah, it's a little bit worse. But or, from plant-based... Monounsaturated fat for my testosterone levels, right? They start saying stuff like that because it's a precursor. Oh, so they're claiming that monosaturated fat's going to improve their testosterone levels? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's <laughs> stupid. Uh, okay, this has, uh, can you, it has, does it say zero cholesterol? Yeah. It has sodium. I don't know why it's not uh, focusing as well, or it's just my eyes. Uh, okay, total carbs, it's got dietary fiber. Okay, so maybe, oh, because I'm standing too close to it? Yeah, there. <laughs> Danny, we, we need a pickup shot of this, please. Can you get a pickup shot of it? Just get a pickup shot of the label and uh, uh, right here in this so, so we know we can, we can drop it into the screen so people can see it better. Okay, so let's, let's look at this uh, Boca, Boca burger. And we're going to taste these. We're going to eat them. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and we're going to have Nicholas, Kyle, and I guess myself. Should I be part of the experiment? Whatever my baseline level is. And I'm going to predict my blood levels. This one's not vegan. It's not? It's, it's a vegetarian burger. Ah, so what's it got? Cheese and milk in it? it? Cheese in it. Yeah, it I am not going to sample that. It says water, soy protein, con- uh, soy po- protein concentrate, reduced fat, cheddar cheese, uh, corn oil, wheat gluten, uh, methyl cellulose, soy protein, dried onion, cheese powder, uh, cheese cream, uh, salt, sodium phosphate, uh, hydrolyzed soy protein, disodium inositate. Disodium guanolate, sesame oil, spices, herbs, dried garlic, mannitol, yeast extract. Yeah, so this is probably like the least healthy one I've ever seen. Okay. Whenever you are reading ingredients and you have trouble pronunciating the ingredients. Run. It's... It's usually a bad thing. It's best, yeah. I mean, why are all those ingredients in there? Well, it's like, you know, some of the things that other people are avoiding also are in there as well, like gluten. You know, it also has, um, it also has, um, I think it was malatose, which is a like an alcohol sugar that doesn't do well with a lot of people's digestion. Can, so, will it help to get a snapshot of that too, Danny, or just a, a, or just just a video of it? Is that too much light on it? Okay, okay. So let's grab the next uh, plant-based burger. And, and predictively. When people eat these, let's say, let's claim they eat them on a daily basis instead of some people. Would you say some people, Kyle, eat hamburgers every day? Yeah, some people go to you know In and Out or you know whatever the place may be as their main source of sustenance. You know, there's a lot of people who don't cook. I know I know a few people who've never cooked anything in their entire life. Wasn't there a movie 
size it up, and the guy did an experiment where he drove through a drive-through oh, every day. Super size me. Yeah, yeah, we did the McDonald's every day. And it was literally every day, right? And didn't his three meals a day, I think. lipids and blood levels go up? I think he, at one point in time it became like torture to him, and he was, he was feeling so bad he wanted to stop. Let's clip away to that. We'll, we'll, we'll pull a, a clip on that. What, what are we going to talk about now? The Impossible Burger. This is getting a lot of press. Do, do you need more light on that? No, I'm good. Yeah, so uh, the ingredients are uh, water. Soy- hey, wait, wait, wait. Before you go into all of that, let me just show what, what we're reading. This is the Impossible Burger. This was, Danny, wasn't this the subject of the Bill Gates uh, sampling Impossible Burger made from plants? And what does it say? 19 grams of fat and they're, oh, no, 19 grams of protein. They're bragging about that. Zero cholesterol. That is a good thing. Zero cholesterol. And then maybe they can see this and we'll let you read it off. Or is there a way to read it off while it's on the screen or is it clear Not enough? my eyes. I, mean, I can't see that. No, no way. Okay. We'll, we'll do this. They can, they can look at the front of it while I read it. Uh, uh, water soy protein concentrate coconut oil sunflower oil natural flavors two percent or less of potato protein methyl cellulose yeast extract cultured dextrose food starch modified uh soy leg hemoglobin salt mixed to cofferols and soy protein isolate and then it also has vitamins and minerals uh zinc gluconate thiamine hydrochloride niacin uh Pyridoxin hydrochloride, riboflavin, and vitamin B12. Wow. So wasn't fat, like oil, near the f- second or third ingredient? Uh, yeah, it was second and, th- or sorry, third and fourth is both. It was uh, coconut oil and sunflower oil. And this one has a total of 14 grams of fat. So compared to the... Gardein burger, which had, I believe, nine grams of fat, and we calculated at 45% fat. Well, and overall, just contents of the burger, I would say that one's winning in my mind as well because, uh, you know, this one's a lot of soy protein, um, oils, and then binders is what it looks like. So this one's kind of m- missing that food substance that you're hoping to get when you actually eat something, whereas the other one, it's, you know, black beans, brown rice. Oh, um, Okay. But I need the percentage. So what are the total calories? Oh, let me see that. Because, you know, the math is there's nine calories per every gram of fat, and there's four calories for every gram of protein and four calories for every gram of carbohydrate. Yes. So what's the... It's 240 total calories, and then there's 14 grams of fat. Okay, so 14 grams of fat times nine is 126, and then I divide that by... 240. 240. That's 52% fat. So the Beyond Burger is 52%. Less fiber as well. It has two grams less of fiber compared to the other it's one. It's 52% fat, where the Gardein Burger was only 40, what did we say? 40, 40 and some change. I don't remember. Yes. 42%. 42% fat. So this one is more than 15% higher in fat than the Gardein Burger. And less whole food ingredients. Really? Yeah, by, by far. More yeah. chemical type things. More chemical, and then also, you know, um, something I've been, I've, I've heard about this one in particular that kind of makes me stay away from it is that uh, it's made with GMO soy. Can we, can we verify that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've several articles are on it, um, and I guess it's also uh, the way they, the way they 
process the soy. It's a form of soy that's never been eaten by humans before this burger. It's a type of soy never been like, eaten yeah, by like humans? Yeah, like a compound from soy that's never been eaten Oh, before. that's a little scary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it'll, yeah. So the Gardein burger, it's, that's the one it's I'm, got like, what, what was it, black beans? What, what's brown this? rice. Brown rice. Yeah, it's water, the water, cooked black beans, cooked brown rice, canola oil, then black bean powder, onions, hey, corn, soy mm-hmm. protein, tomato paste, bell peppers. You know, it's like... One ingredient out of those is not a whole food ingredient. Hey, Danny, can you find out, um, can you microwave, just just heat it up? I normally wouldn't use a microwave. I would use like the Breville oven or otherwise, but let's just heat it up. There's there's two patties in here. So I, I'm just going to show you. I let them defrost and uh, it's it's even, you can, you know, there's a little bit of oil. I would like sop up the oil with a, a napkin or a paper towel or whatever. Actually, I could probably... <laughs> Well, let's keep it a fair test, though. We yeah, got yeah. we got to eat it the way it is. Mm-hmm. But it, it does have a spice. There's like a chili smell. to it. Good. it. Smells really good. So please heat that up really quickly. I don't know what two it might say on it. two minutes. What does see. it say? Let's do it right. Right. Three to six minutes. Yeah. Well, with that microwave, probably like four. Hey, Danny, can you find out the status of the shipping if Andrew took it or if it needs to be taken? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't have this down yet. <laughs> Gee whiz! Oh yeah, because we switched it. I was thinking I was mic two. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're. It's optimized for you on mic one, sir. Yeah, but I have it set on this side. So okay, that 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 caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you reading on it now? I was, just, I was just looking to make sure I gave Danny the right instructions. Oh, so Danny, you gotta you gotta flip it every seventy seconds. Serious? In the microwave, yeah. 70 seconds, okay. 70 seconds flip, 70 seconds flip. Okay, so total of 70 seconds. Uh, okay. Well, it says to do that for what, the total What else of do we have minutes. to compare? There well, was we, had, the, we had some meatballs. Okay, that's Gardein. So let's let's so go down be, that list. Might be some quality ones as well. We'll see. Can you can you read it like you did and oh, just yeah, show it up there? You. Yeah. Where are we at? Oh, we have to uh, <laughs> put that one. All right, so. Look at what your screen shows. Yeah, yeah. Right okay, here. we're right good. Let's <laughs> oh, do this one more. Okay, so water, textured vegetable protein, uh, soy protein concentrate, concentrate, barley malt extract, canola oil, vital wheat gluten, soy protein isolate, enriched flour, um, dried onion, spices, yeast extract, sea salt, malted barley, dried garlic, organic cane sugar, organic distilled vinegar, natural flavors, salt, cane sugar, yeast, and pea protein. Wow. Uh, all right. So what do you think about that particular? Um, it's better than the last one we looked at. For well, sure. how, how does it compare to the Gardein uh, Chipotle black bean burger? Not quite as good because I think this one's more going in the direction of trying to get that real meat texture, meat taste compared to going the okay. like in between. When you route. say not quite as good, the ingredients? Ingredients, or the, or, yeah, yeah. The ingredients, what's like, the grams of fat with it? The grams of fat are seven grams of fat um, and a total of 150 calories. Okay, seven grams times nine, that's 63. And how many calories? 150. Divided by 150, that's 42% fat. So its percentage of fat is similar to the other Gardein burger, but uh, and lower than the Impossible burger. Yeah. W- would you say this is healthier than the Impossible burger? Yes. The, my main issue is, you know, it's because you know my my situation. It was just I was looking at a lot of the ingredients, and a lot of the ingredients are things that some people tend to be allergic to or tend to have reactions to. Like you know, if you're gluten sensitive, you're not eating this one. If you're pea, if you if you're sensitive to pea protein, you're not eating this one. Um, what else? You know, it does have some. Uh, it does have some oils that I would rather not have. 
in it. Um, but that's basically it. You know, it's, it's it's just more the like, you're if you're eating this as a meat alternative and you also are dealing with any kind of sensitivity, it, it just it makes things a little more complicated. But okay, now where are we at with this this particular? Um, what is it called? Show show it on the screen. Okay. okay so turn, turn it sideways. You can't. You're you're oh, showing it sideways. Uh-huh. Well, hey, I'll now read. it looks I'll, I'll upside it down. Oh yeah, I'll read it sideways though. That's why I was trying to look at it. Okay, so chicken uh, apple sausage, plant based links. Yeah, it looks good. It's one of my one of my go to directions in regards to bratwurst and sausage. So yeah. ingredients are water, texturized texturized pea protein, apples, canola oil, apple juice concentrate, green onions, spices, uh, binder, which is methyl cellulose, kerrigan, uh, cornstarch, isolated potato protein, caramel powder. And two percent or less of of natural flavors, distilled vinegar, corn sauce, whatever that is, um, potassium chloride. The casing is made out of calcium alginate made from sodium alginate, tapioca starch, and calcium chloride. Uh, methyl cellulose, smoke flavor, corn starch, and citric acid. Okay, so I I have a question then. What do you think of those ingredients? And first tell me the grams of fat so I can do this calculation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, grams of fat is 9 grams of fat and 190 calories. Okay, so 9 times 9, 9 grams of fat times 9 calories per gram. So 81 divided by how many calories? 190. Divided by 190, and you got to move the decimal place over. So that's, uh, can they see that? That doesn't look like it. Forty-two. It's it's forty-two uh, uh, point forty-two six. So it's forty-three percent fat compared to. So so it's. It seems to be a range that, that these guys are trying to keep. Huh? It's kind of interesting that is that is that Gardein no, again? No, it's a different one. But they just so happen to stay at that same that same place. Yeah, but don't forget the, the Impossible Burger was way 50s, higher in fat. Yeah, fifty-six or fifty-two or whatever. It was. So what's the name of this company? This one is a uh, Sweet Earth. Huh. We're gonna have Enlightened to let's foods. try it out. What happened to Danny? He's taking he's cooking the devil out of that mm-hmm. puppy, or he got lost. <laughs> it was he didn't know the seventy second seventy second rule, right? I'm sure he heard me though. But yeah, it's okay. A, Is there anything else in there you want to demonstrate? Let's see. I don't. I think that was it. Let me see. Got some spicy taco sauce. Okay, so we've got uh, taco sauce. In green dragon hot sauce. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted some co- condiments. And what do you think of the condiments that I grabbed there? Oh, Daya cheese. Fake, fake cheese shreds? Don't call it fake. <laughs> Daya, delicious, dairy-free. Uh, it melts. It stretches like, like cheese. Is it hot? Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Check this out. It, it, looks, it looks like a cooked burger. Here, can you read the ingredients here? Oh, I sure can. What do you got? I'm oh, you stealing, got. I'm stealing what you, cherry tomato. You're hungry for tomato. You see, you're you're doing intuitive eating, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, here's my plan. Are you okay with corn tortilla underneath mm-hmm. the burger? And then I'm gonna chase it with a little diet cheese, and then I have some lettuce. Or would it be fair to put diet cheese? I guess because it's a plant-based thing. Here. And in the diet cheese, there's filtered water, tapioca starch, expeller pressed canola. And or safflower oil, coconut oil, pea protein, vegan natural flavors, inactive yeast, salt, xanthan gum, lactic acid, titanium dioxide, yeast extract, and a natto coloring. Okay, so what do you think of those ingredients for diet cheese? 
Um, I'm sure they're less inflammatory for you than actual cheeses. They don't. Ha- they don't have uh, like the bacterial load that uh, cheese has. I'm trying to separate the burgers here for us. <laughs> okay, I got one. Okay. All right, it's dripping. Careful, don't don't get any drip on you. Yeah, no kidding. It's it. It looks like it would stain too. Yes, it does. I'll grab another piece of. Tortilla. All right. So here, I'm going to use these Kim wipes as our napkins, our surgical Kim wipes. <laughs> All right. So it actually smells really good. W- what I would usually do is, if I saw dripping oil, I, I would I would kind of sop it up and you know separate it. But also, let me ask you this: um, it would be fair if we put a little sprinkle of cheese on it. Uh, but the cheese itself, I would usually like melted. But because the burger's still hot, let's sprinkle a little bit, right? And then here, do you, I'm getting this stuff all over me. But you know. That's what you do when you're they trying say, to teach about health. What do they say? If it doesn't get all over your face, or it doesn't, <laughs> what's the, what's the, Carl I don't know what you're planning to say. If it doesn't get all over your face? If it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Oh. That's the, is that the, it's old Carl's Jr. marketing right there. Oh, really? Oh, look at, I'm dropping like strands of, of cheese here. Mm-hmm. I got a little going there. You want a little? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll give I don't care if you reach in there. I'm not afraid of microbes. Okay, 30-second rule. People are going to freak out. No, I won't do it. I'm not going to freak them out. Although, psh, my immune system's so crazy strong. My doctor friends, like, marvel at, like, dude, how do you do it? Well, read my book, Blood Doesn't Lie. You'll, you'll find out why I have such an amazing immune system. Well, okay, let's grab some live lettuce. Do you have some living lettuce? We'll tear off the top. The roots are still there. Oops, I kind of crushed it a little bit here. If we yeah, yeah. pull that tab. If two pull of us top, do it, the yeah. Tab. The top tab? Oh, was, oh it's already. There, there we go. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, we go. All right. So we've got some literally organic living lettuce. Can, can you see that? I don't know. You can see it upside. Butter lettuce, living lettuce. And so literally the, the roots are in there. So we're going to pull the top off and put that. Are you hungry for this? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to stop describing <laughs> stuff so we can cheers and eat. <laughs> okay. I think we got everything we need, and we made a like a like a, a tortilla because we didn't want the gluten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Likewise, I'll, I'll, okay. Ugh. And then, do you want you want to put a little uh, sauce? Let's make sure the sauce we is taste, acceptable. I would say we got to taste it. Uh, you want to taste, taste it, it first? first then okay. Sauce I, I'm down. Don't I'm down. Cheat it. Okay. Because if the sauce is good enough, everything will taste good. Okay. So here we go. Right. Cheers. I'm gonna put. Yeah, go ahead. Tell tell me what you think after you bite into yours. <laughs> Here, I'm going to try and eat mine o- over this little bowl. There we. What do you think? Mmm, like as in really good. yum. Yeah, especially since we didn't, you know, it was cooked in a microwave, so it doesn't have the. Your mic's gone. Whoops. I said especially since it was cooked in a microwave and doesn't have the crisp it would have if it was cooked on a grill or on a pan. Mm-hmm. That's pretty darn tasty from, you know, the worst version of it you can get basically. Would you agree? I'd say that flavor is spot on. Really good. Mm. I will tell you, I tried an Impossible Burger last night compared to to the Gardein Chipotle Black Bean Burger. Hands down, the Gardein Chipotle Black Bean Burger. Not only is it lower in fat, better ingredients, and it tastes great. And I think it's the Chipotle because I do like spice, and you Mm -hmm. can make up... When you have an oil, low, oil-free or lower oil content food, 
you can make up a lot by just using spices properly. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they use garlic or is just the, the chipotle chili. There's garlic in it, too. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> yeah, you dress this up like you would uh, you know, a quality burger, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't miss a burger at all. Okay. Well, mm. what we would mm -hmm. do... Mm -hmm. I'm just, uh, just enjoying myself. It's really good, right? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> what we would do is continue to polish this off. I don't think you tuned in to watch us eat and gorge ourselves. But the experiment would be done properly mm -hmm. based on the baseline. Now, the problem is I didn't do a baseline before I ate this, so mm -hmm. I'm going to stop eating. Mm -hmm. do your baseline I'm probably first. minutes away from whatever I just ate entering my system. Yeah, so but let's do, do my blood. Okay, we'll do my blood as a fair experiment, right? Head-to-head, mono-e-mono. In the office, let's see who tests the best, right? Mm -hmm. We've got pull-up contests going. We've got um, what other contests? Well, we, we do different kind of exercises in the office to compete, just to have fun, right? Mm -hmm. All right. This is all active. Yeah, there's also a jump rope one going on. Oh man, you guys are just toasting me on the jump rope. I was jump roping on the beach, and it was awkward, and I. <laughs> I injured myself. I think I took too long of stretches. But I'm going to go ahead and test my blood. And as soon as you're done polishing that puppy off, we'll be on to the next part of our experiment. Um, was there anything else? Oh, the sauces. We should should we keep it clean and keep the sauces out of the, out of the story? I'm going to try a little bit on mine. Oh, yeah. Why not, right? But read it first. What, what What's all in it? Okay, so what's in it? Mm-hmm. Is water, organic distilled white vinegar. Oh, Dude. Sorry. sorry. Water. I'm trying to eat, and t eat, talk, and broadcast all at the same time. Water, organic distilled white vinegar, organic tomato paste, organic spices, organic red jalapeno pepper puree, organic, um, organic soybean oil, salt, organic cultured dextrose, maltodextrin, organic garlic powder, organic onion powder, and xanthan gum. Not what bad. was the grams of fat and, and protein and carbohydrate, if, if sugar and whatever? Five total calories, 140 milligrams of salt. That's reasonable. Less than one gram of carbs is what it has per serving. And there's no fat mm -mm. and no protein? Nope. I'm spilling. Okay, so it's, it's reasonably is an okay sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, you're going to put <laughs> put some on. Yeah, tell us. You know, I know Roman, my son, likes that. Try the other one. My other son likes <laughs> likes the other sauce even better, the green dragon. Oh. Can you read what the, It's okay. Messy messy uh, burgers. That's mm -hmm. Dude, It's we're, we're right at home. Here, I'm going to need a little more light. To, I, I like to see what's going on when I'm doing my own blood. I'm going to wash my hands real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, guys, we're having a blast. If you're getting some value out of this, please share, comment. Um, I, I, I really have um, a passion to kind of share with you. And granted, this is the longer version of this particular talk. Um, but meanwhile, I want you to kind of participate and ask any questions. Danny, is there any questions on the show? Okay. Can you answer them, uh, Kyle? Bring bring it uh, back on the set, and I'll 
I'll try and run my my blood here at the same time and okay <laughs> so it won't um hmm. so this person says i'd rather have i'd rather just have beans and rice i trust nothing from bill gates i'm not eating any of that that <laughs> that diet cheese sounds toxic <laughs> hey you know what i'm gonna stick with garbanzos lentils quinoa jasmine rice and various that, spices no oil that person is a purist and i applaud yeah nothing wrong with it there's 100 view at all yeah what we're trying to do is kind of bridge that gap uh and, and bill gates didn't invest in these particular companies that i know of hey, who knows but oh uh, don't <laughs> no, 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 don't spread stuff that's not out no, there. No, I don't know. I, I don't think so. But I, I know one of them's. I think Impossible Burger is made by Pfizer or made by Pfizer du, Dupont or something. Yeah, they're made by a big comp by like one of those. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now we didn't even bring Beyond Burger, in all fairness, out here on the set yet. I think it's. I think it's actually Impossible. That's the one I'm talking about. So let me just double check. That yeah. So why don't you do a search? Yeah. Where's your phone at? That, that, that one right there. I was like, Where okay. Why don't you do a set? Well, I go ahead and do my my blood here. I'm I'm just gonna take a quick look and put my spectacles on so I can see a little better. And uh, here we go. Let's uh, get that blood going. I by the way tested negative. Uh, oops, for COVID as well. That was on a prior segment. Right, so Bill Gates is a major investor in both uh, Impossible Burger and Beyond Burger. He is. Yeah. Oh. God. <laughs> so wonder. I don't know what so wonder means. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering as well as waiting for you to clarify. <laughs> no comment. I don't want to get censored. <laughs> oh, it's crazy times we live in, right, folks? You know what? I'm not wearing gloves. Danny, can you get a pickup shot of this? It might freak him out that I'm testing my own blood without gloves, but... You might catch something from yourself. Can can people figure that out that that's okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what? It's my blood. My blood is is powerfully healthy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't spit it on someone or splatter it or anything, but I'm not. So Okay, so I, I'm getting a good reading here. Can you, can you get that up close? Okay, for the freakazoids that think, just remember, it's my own fingers on my own blood, okay? I did not have to wear gloves to collect my own blood. All right, so here we go. Let me just get that last little bit. Okay, it filled up to the top. Let me, let me just squirt it. Oh, hey, you know what, Kyle? Um, maybe you need to grab the Colostec kit because oh, I don't right. have okay, one. Gotcha. Okay, so what we're doing, folks, we're testing my blood hey kyle i'll put my blood under the microscope so that people can see um and then we'll we'll, we'll get to yours as well right okay so here we go oh, I, i'm i'm seriously wondering these cover slips here i i'm gonna i'm gonna defer to the back cover slips that i didn't possibly handle here i'm going to throw that one away okay so you're going to get the cassette kit out I, i'm going to need a what how come this one seems double thickness okay it seems okay all right so meanwhile i'm going to get grab the slide is that ready to stick it on dude i need your help where's the black uh, Okay, I just needed this. Oh, because I used the plunger on you. Okay, here, here we go. 
so Kyle, describe what's going on here. Explain what you looked up. Thanks for that fact check. Can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Several companies, including Google, have invested. Google, Bill Gates. um, There are several several large companies, but I couldn't find the exact information I was looking for, the exact article I was looking for. Um, But yeah, they are. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, highly funded. So wonder. So we're talking maybe not the millions, but they might have been put in. You know, like towards a billion. I, I I don't know. <clears throat> it's, well, it says they were offered $300 million to buy it in 2015, and he declined. $300 million, and they declined the offer. Okay, so here. Th- this is the cassette. It just came from my finger. I'm putting it in the machine, so let's go. Here we go. Can you everyone see this? It's going right in. That's This is my blood. This is real. Okay, I, I, any other comments or questions coming in from the audience? Wow. Uh, no, just the... Just the I even learned from friend. being on our show stuff. I love this. Kyle, you're amazing. Thanks so much. You're welcome, Nick. You're welcome. It's, it's, been, it's, it's been fun. It's an enjoyable, enjoyable show. It, it's been a volatile day, though. Yes, it has. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I kind of know why, but I won't get into it. It's just another subject when we get into... <laughs> <sighs> hormone cycling and things that need to be dealt with. And here we go. Okay, so remember, I'm throwing these away. Just You got to pay attention when you're doing blood morphology. So, Danny, what was the answer to, did Andrew take that stuff out, or do we need to? But is anything downstairs? Yeah. Yeah, so we got to make sure that gets out. But no problem. Let, let's finish here since you know it's there because we already missed the 5 o'clock. So is there any other questions coming in? Uh, can you see them? Okay, so my blood is counting down. Oh, see, I got distracted here. <laughs> Let me put this in. You really have fun doing this? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, it's a good time. Why? What's so fun about it? I don't know. It's <laughs> enjoyable. I don't know. I get to interact, talk about stuff that interests me and... You know, well, how can your own blood not interest you, right? You know, and then just uh, you know, I feel like what we talk about is a is stuff that you know maybe not everyone is like passionate about or interested or interested in that way, but yeah. it will benefit pretty much everybody. So I feel like I'm, you know, to an extent doing a service, you know, a huge service. So and, yeah, and I think that's part of it. You know, I, I, I enjoy serving. You know? And during the show, we've unlocked some hidden secrets that I think. At least I didn't know about. Did everyone know that B- Bill Gates and who's the other guy investor? Google and huh? You... Mm-hmm. Okay, repeat what he said. He's from uh, the guy who invented it is from Stanford. He's like a Stanford scientist. Yeah, but how did he connect with 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 Bill Gates and the whole thing? I mean, that's that's pretty interesting. Okay, so I'm going to put this blood next. Okay, here we got to. All right, I'm going to put this under the scope, put it to the test. I should check oxidative stress too, right? Uh, Oh, my readings are almost up. This is exciting. 
Aren't you wondering what, what you're going to see in my blood? I am. I'm, I'm curious. Look, look how clear my blood looks. And I've been eating. I'll try and recount what, what I've been eating. Last night, you know, I had leftovers from Thanksgiving, sweet potatoes without okay. added sugar. What? So I, I found what I was looking for. So um, DuPont actually makes the plant-based protein that goes into both Beyond and Impossible sure. Burger. Oh yeah, so sorry. Uh, yeah, but they they make both. They make the the, the protein that goes into both of them, mm-hmm. um, and it's they say that. Uh, well, they Dupont merged with uh, International Flavors and Fragrances Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says their new enterprise is valued at forty five point four billion dollars. Forty five billion dollars. What what the plant based uh, the plant based protein production that they do. It's. Currently valued at $45 billion. Yeah. Wow. What what do you... I wonder what the cattle industry is valued at. The deal will bring together the nutrition and biosciences business of DuPont, which makes the protein used in plant-based patties produced by firms such as Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat. Wait, wait. You mean the same... And IFF that provides the flavor, seasoning, and natural colors for these burgers. So they brought back... Both the companies that make the seasonings and the protein for Beyond Burger and Impossible Burger, that company just merged into one company. Oh wow! So so it's not one competing against the other. They're all they're all together. No, and it says while the deal gives their combined company heft in the global plant based meat market, which is expected to explode to an estimated one hundred forty billion in annual sales over the course of the next decade. One hundred and forty billion dollars in the decade. They're going to go from forty five billion to one hundred and forty five billion. Okay, so the real question is, are we going to get healthier people by eating more plant-based? And it's interesting, when you look at, here, let's, let's pull my blood up on the screen. You can take a look. Let's find an area. All right, so clearly I've been eating. Well, yeah, DuPont owning the company that makes plant-based proteins is kind of scary. You know, well, because isn't DuPont, they're like a major chemical company. Give them a break, though. If they do it right. Yeah, true. Right? Okay. We've been talking about uh, microbes, and, and even my blood has some microbes in it. Uh, the These little bacilli type. And so this morning, I'm going to recount what I had. I had carrot juice. I took supplements. And um, I ate watermelon as well as had some grapes. Oh, I know. I had some almond milk, chocolate almond milk, and vanilla almond milk, or original plain. And I put it in a granola-type whole grain cereal. It, it didn't have any gluten. I'll have to grab the package. It was very robust. I could tell it had a lot of fiber. How do I know it had a lot of fiber? Because <laughs> within, you know, the day. Things got moving. Things moved properly. But this, this, is, this is my blood right now. And we're going to find out right now after what I ate. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So. I must have, and I'll be honest, I had some organic, uh, oh no, dude, I didn't just do that. (gasps) 
You know what I just did? You just wiped out the results? God. But I, I kind of saw a glance. Oh, oh that no. Sucks. Is it, dude, That's do I got to do it again? Yeah. Let me go grab another cassette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a wimp I am. Worse, I mess up my own my own blood test, so now I got to go and do it again. Who did I mess up on earlier? You. Was it you that I messed up on? No, no, we got his results, right? We took pictures of him before you unplugged it, luckily. We were okay. Yeah, yeah. So my test we messed up on. Well, we can't hear you talk. <laughs> oh, man, a lot. You know what? Forget this. Where's this cord going? <laughs> Undo it and bring it on the set. Here, here. Dang thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll get here. Going. Now I think I got some. I I got some strand length now. Okay. Oh shoot! Don't move that. Things start flickering. What? No, the light started flickering when I when I adjusted it. So I'm not gonna touch it anymore. Okay. So let's see if it's gonna work. Oh, dude! Look what I just did. This is craziness. All right. Here we're we're gonna turn this sideways so it works. Okay. We can't hear you. We've got everything moving very well today. People, as you can tell. Uh, okay. It says it's going to work this time. So we're... Oh, man. I got to do my blood test again. That's okay. What am I whining about? I only stick myself how many times in a year? <laughs> I might be the most tested man on the planet. Very possible. I'm sure there's... I'm sure there's somebody who's... Uh, who, who just does it every other week or something. You know, someone who's just... Well, well, people testing their glucose level, but they don't do full... On no. lab work and, and all this. Is this the fresh one we just pulled out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this again. We should look at your blood up on the TV screen too. We can. Okay. I just ate, so it'll have some triglycerides in it, but well, well that's the before mm -hmm. after. But I, I don't think it'll have much you know, it takes yeah, a little ate. time yeah, yeah. for it to get in. Do you know where the fat goes from your consumption first? Hmm. Doesn't it get shunted through your like uh it go it, it goes through a shunt into your liver, correct? Isn't that where it is? Yeah, but but in what fluid is it in? Oh. I don't I don't know. The lymphatics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The lymphatic duct. Okay. All the fat from the digestive gut goes through the lymphatic duct and dumps through the entire lymphatic system. So if you're oh, yeah, eating a, first place. Yeah, a yeah. greasy high fat diet, your immune system's shot. That's yeah. another reason why my immune system is so amazing because most and of the time how soon it happens really quick rather quickly right it's yeah within within you know within twenty minutes it's yeah, loading say, in. say twenty or thirty minutes and and you think of the term chylomicrons you know and and everything that it relates to that it's 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 just quite astonishing so what are we what are we looking at then in terms of the outlook of of what have we learned so far? The experiment's going to have to continue over several days. But we're going to find information within within hours. And if we want to duplicate my original famous experiment, how to become diabetic in six hours, um, I think the fat content of these particular foods is not going to be high enough to push it up and over the brink but we can figure out how many burgers someone has to eat. Now, I think one burger, predictably, 
what one was about nine grams of fat. Mm-hmm. If you take that in the mix of if it had lettuce and you know whole grain bun, onions, or, tomatoes, all the the works. Yeah, so long as there wasn't like, and we used a sauce that had no fat, like mm-hmm. we we looked up. My prediction is, I mean, ideally, when you eat a food and you look at the label, it should have less than three grams of fat per serving. So the entire there's burger, also a ratio of fat to fiber that you're trying to look for as well, right? Isn't it like one gram of fiber or one gram of fat for every five grams of fiber is ideal, I believe. Where'd you come across that? I think that was yeah. Michael Greger. Greger. Who was talking about that. Yeah. So say that again. I believe it's one gram of fat for every five grams of fiber is, is like that's an ideal food. Anything less than that, know that you're going in the direction of a less than ideal processed food. Okay, think about that. Because if you're eating, say, walnuts, nuts, and seeds, you're getting actually a lot of fiber, but you're getting a fair amount of fat. Mm-hmm. I think it'll pass the muster on that. It will. Yeah, that, 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 that was, I think that was the upper limit for him was, the, was nuts and seeds. Uh-huh. And that makes sense. What, I, I would like to look up coconut and avocado, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially when, when after, after you showed me that study where it said that um, using like coconut milk does the same thing as drinking a glass of milk in regards to the way it affects your, uh, your endothelium and your circulation an hour after eating. I was kind of amazed at that, that just that saturated fat from that can cause those kinds of problems. Right. So we're really looking at total fat um, in this, this whole scenario, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what I wanted to do is also show you the percentages of fat, protein, carbohydrate. You know, there's the comp- it's called the composition of foods. And uh, that two will make a difference in terms of, you know, total blood levels and issues that we have. So I'm really going to test this again. Ow! Oh, I shouldn't say that. So people hear that. <laughs> You're going to have everybody who, who anticipates it as hard as they can already just completely scared. <laughs> well. I always tell people the worst part is the anticipation, and you just added to that. <laughs> I'm sensitive. <laughs> Oh, whatever. <laughs> He's milking it, people. He's milking it. You know what, though, <laughs> happens? They say that doctors, because we've been stuck so many times, you know, especially I'm starting to get an aversion to it. Yeah. For sure, I'm starting to get an, an aversion you, you, to it. You get you get to the point where, dude, I'm a pin cushion. Like, I can, don't want to get can, poked can, again. Yeah, can you... Can you take this test? I really, just to calibrate the machine, I mean, I'm really... Well, it doesn't help when you're like, hey, I need a blood sample. Go poke yourself. <laughs> do we do that at this office? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We're having... Oh, let me turn it upside down. Don't tell me. Oh, there you go. No, you oh. Should, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. Just wait. Gravity should we, the proper direction. We should... Wait, hold it up so we do... So the, the audience sees how this works. Okay. Right? Can they see it? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is good. Okay, so here. We're going to put it, it right into the little um, kind of, what you call that? The vacuum area? Uh, the, the cavity? Yeah. So, And we hold it this way so the, the blood goes down into the pad and soaks it. And so the next step is after I discard that. Dude, I've been meaning to mention... What happened to what happened to the little? Oh no! Mess with. Oh wait, we're okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to unplug it again. I'm I was to, being very careful of that, dude. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to stick myself this time. You know, sometimes 
you stick yourself so many times, you probably think to yourself, I want to just whap this guy. I mean, you have skills as a jiu-jitsu guy. And watching the, the Tyson-Roy Jones fight, we're, we're going to pull that up next. Uh, I think I have it already lined up here. And we're going to comment about that fight. Oh, you know what I need to do? Danny, grab my iPhone and pull off the videos I took. Is he even here? Oh, man. I uh, know he got up. Okay. <laughs> Just one more person. <laughs> I didn't say it. What happened to the iPhone? Do, does anyone see it? Okay, on it is the Mike Tyson, Roy it might be Jones. People might not have seen it because it was pay-per-view, but I'm just take a little oh, segment of it. You see it? Mm -hmm. Okay, so get Danny to upload it so we can show it, or we can just forward it to the Gmail. One, Just take any segment of, of the fight. Towards the end, they really lit it up. Towards the very end? Okay. Yeah, just it's just to reverse. Everyone in the world needs to know this. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to, I'm afraid to hold this thing up, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, should I do that? Probably doesn't make sense, does it? Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to unplug it again, right? All right, I need a different camera angle then. Here. Okay, so here's what we're doing, guys. I'm going to kind of move this over if I can. <laughs> oh, no. Let's see here. Uh. Okay. Here we go. Is it is it still on? Yeah. Okay. So what screen? All right. So can I show? Okay. I'm needing help. There's too many cords and wires here, but I'm going to move it over this way. Your your thing just looped through, so can you unhook that so I don't unplug it before I put this in? I don't want to check my blood again. All right? Okay. Okay, so I'm, I'm putting in the machine. Let, let's hope it's going to work sideways. It, it usually doesn't test that way. <laughs> oh man. Let's see if anything turned it that way. <laughs> so it drips in. <gasps> oh no. Well, yeah, cuz then it'll give gravity feed a little get a little bit of gravity feed going. But we okay, but I want I want to be able to see the countdown. Oh no, why is it all <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's an evil laugh. I'm, <laughs> I'm just upset. You aren't hoping I'm gonna no, get, not at all. have I'm to just... stick myself again. I'm just I'm laughing at the at the anticipation slash worry that I, I is, can feel is coming, there, going is there some nerves? Head. Is there some nerves going here? I think so, right? Okay, look. Just a little bit. Okay, here we go. Now can can anyone see they can't even see it. I can do this though. What? Um what? let's go. Boop. You were promising we were gonna put a camera over. I told you and then you decided not to. I didn't decide not yeah, to. Huh? I you just and Jordan decided we can do it with just one of the cameras that's already here. Oh, can you pull the strand over yeah. there? There you go. There you go. Now we got it. Okay, but now you're gonna have to sit there I'll, and hold it. I'll hold it. Oh, that's boot. five minutes worth, dude. Oh, is it really five minutes? Yeah, it's gonna take well, five minutes. Uh, look, hey, look is, is there a little tripod? Can you grab us a tripod, Danny? Here, grab. That's it. handheld, people. That is steady. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. 
Oh, dude. Here, here. Look, look. Check this out. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do a makeshift. Like, <laughs> we're gonna get it done, huh? Ca- cameo, like. Yeah, we're. We're, we're uh, gonna. Hmm. Let's see. Is it gonna work? Just maybe. Look at look at look at what they're seeing. We got to at least change I'm the sorry, scene. People, I no, no, I changed it. It's okay. There's no apology. We're good. <laughs> for get, making you nauseous for a second there, Danny. What's the comments out there? Help us out. <laughs> hmm? Oh, I just broke it. Okay. Okay. Is it gonna work? <laughs> Is it made for that? No, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it. You're happen. gonna make it work. We're gonna make it. Work. All right. We'll oh. get this figured out, folks. Oh. All right. Oh. So once we get this, do you think we should heat up? You know what? Danny, can you heat up the Impossible Burger, please? Here, here. let me give you the same bowl so it's under the same conditions. And it, Kyle was saying it takes 70 seconds on one second and 70 seconds well, on the like other. 70 seconds on, on – you flip it three times at 70 seconds each is what it said. Bam. Did it work? It's, uh, okay. I'm going to eat this burger. There we go. So – we can take a look at that when it's time to. Okay, I'm trying to hand this through to Danny. Oh, my apologies. But I'm thinking I should have something to eat over it. But here we go. Can you? Can you? You can open it and put it in the, into the microwave, right? And it's okay to microwave. It says right. Stove, microwave, grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives you several options. Can you talk while I chomp? I sure can. The question <laughs> is, what do I talk about? Um, well, the glucose reading is almost done, so hopefully that'll save me. Um, but in the meantime, those burgers are gosh darn tasty, aren't they? I'd say the diet cheese actually uh, adds to it in exactly the way the cheese needs to, too. It, I, they're doing better with the with the non with the plant based cheeses nowadays. I, I, I'm actually impressed. Because remember, I, I I think last time we talked, you uh, you told I, I was telling you that I don't do them anymore because how funky they taste, and you brought that pizza in. Remember? And what did you think of it? I was I was impressed. It was and even that we <laughs> that even that was a microwave test, you know, with like without ideal conditions, not not in the oven and that sort of thing. It was still really good. I was pleasantly surprised. So describe the pizza you're talking about. I don't remember. It was like a it was like a like a personal pizza. Um, I don't know. It, it, you brought it in, in in the in the dia box, and I doubted it completely. Like, yeah, no way is that going to be good. And then I think you. You it was gluten free too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you let me try it, and I, because I was impressed with it, you were like, "Okay, if he if he likes it, we're letting everybody try it." And then everybody everybody else liked it too. It was hmm. it was tasty, because the I think the, the problem before is that a lot of the fake cheeses didn't melt, right? So you you heat them up, and they just turned like a a crispy brick in the exact same shape you left it in. <laughs> right. You know, now they're doing a lot better with all that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh. Well, you can here. Why don't you control that? You can. Well, it's all. Yeah, we're not. We're not there yet. But it's a. Uh, I will when it when it gets there. I will definitely. Will they be able to see it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, as far as our experiment goes, ex- the experiment we're gonna do goes where we just got our baselines right, and so then we're going to test. Uh, for those willing, we're gonna test all the different plant-based burgers one at a time and see how those affect our triglyceride levels and our glucose and, and uh, cholesterol, right? And then we're also, I don't think you're going to take part in it, but then maybe try a, a meat-based burger as well to get the contrast, or no? You want me to eat meat? I, oh, you don't have to. No, no I, I, I don't want to. I mean, for the experiment. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just I'll for, do just, it. Just, yeah, just for the sake of it. You know, we can, we'll, we'll, we'll do the highest quality, most best-tasting burger we can, so that if, since we are doing it one time, we at least don't go, uh, McDonald's, ugh. I mean, like, grass-fed, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah, say, well, hormone-free. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do, like, the, the creme de la creme of... Uh, 
of what the you know what the the meat eating community says is the you know ideal burger, mm-hmm. right? Why not? Right. And at least we'll know it tastes good. <laughs> Does it taste better? I, I mean, I'm just thinking that compared to like uh, Burger King or you know McDonald's or someplace. Like, if we're gonna eat a burger for one time, for the sake of it, might as well enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. Make it the. Oh. Yeah. So we'll go and switch over. So I can't see what it says. Can you? Yeah, so total cholesterol is 212. Wow, it's hard for me to know. You know, I ate three plant-based burgers last night. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then so to, so total cholesterol is uh, two, 212. Uh, triglycerides are 84. HDL is 61. LDL is 134. Hit data. Mm-hmm. There is non-HDL. Whoop, whoop. Non-HDL is 151. His LDL to HDL ratio is 2.2. Glucose is 115. Well, you can tell I've been eating. What was the triglycerides? Triglycerides. Triglycerides were 212. Hmm. Well, that's higher than normal for me. Yeah, I was I was I was gonna say the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's also I guess uh, we. Oh, are, you know what I did have? Uh-huh. I had the sweet potatoes. I don't know what they were prepared with though. I don't know what the because they seem really creamy. Okay, I'm gonna need to find out. Oh, you mean at the at the Thanksgiving party? Yeah, the, I was I was. I, I had was, leftover this morning. I oh, ate okay. a whole bowl of it. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what those were made with either. It almost. Who brought those? Ramon. Oh, okay. We'll be able to find out yeah, how they nice. were made. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can ask them right now. I think it's it's paramount for the for the show. We I I want to know. Yeah, you sure you haven't been letting any of your girlfriends sneak your tacos? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been eating tacos. So. So, all right, so how do we get Ramon here? Let's find out right now. Let's see if we can ask him. You know, we can even patch him in, but let's just make it real here. Here, you ask him what's what's going okay. on. Uh, okay. So I think we've kind of dragged the show out enough and wound down you know, into. Um, Nick wanted me to ask you um, if there were, about the sweet potatoes that we had on Thanksgiving. He wanted to know if there was any. Or butter, or if there's any, uh, if there's any butter or uh, like dairy or any animal product in them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will let him know. How about the mashed potatoes? Okay. So he said uh, he said it was all vegan, but uh, there was a plant-based butter that you bought for it. Oh. Saying there was that plant-based butter, and then um, it did require quite a bit of sugar for the recipe as well. Oh. And then a quick question then. So how much of the, of the, what's it called? Better than butter or what's it called? You can't, I can't believe it's butter. Yeah. How much of the better than butter or I can't believe it's not butter um, did you use? Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. I will let him know. I, I think that's it. 
I'm going to, okay, this person says they're already working on human meat grown in a lab. No lie. Okay, so they're concerned about the human meat grown I've, I've in a lab? Of, I've heard interesting things about that, too, that they're cloning cloning proteins and, uh, like, like yeah, like re-engineering um, proteins and reproducing them in, um, in, like, Petri dishes, that kind of thing, for human consumption. They're talking about. But why would they I'm use, not sure about human. Uh, I don't think it's human, is no, but it? I've heard them doing that with, uh, like. Can you do a search? Like cow meat, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'll definitely look it up. All right. So I think we've covered our subject and, and drawn it out enough, right? I'd say so. Um, we got all the lab levels. So, wow. what You know what I have to do? I have to do a cleanse. I'm going to have to do all plant-based, based on what you just said was in, in the foods. And... Yeah, just go, just go real, get real, real precise with it, real clean. No, no, for, for about cheat. It's, it's kind of unfortunate how little cheating it requires to really knock your numbers off. Well, it's important for the audience no, it's, to it's, know it's, too. It's right? important for them to know that. But you know, you, uh, you know, a lot of us we do the oh, it's just a little this. Oh, here. look, we have our second serving. You know, so blood doesn't lie, folks. I mean, whether it's my blood or Kyle's blood or, uh, or anyone, you, you know, if you're trying to kind of. It, establish what is the standard we also say that don't just fast get your lab levels postprandial after eating because then you'll see where your levels get up to and if if it is higher than normal my blood pressure was checked uh at the eye doctors like uh was i there yesterday yeah yesterday and my level was 117 over 77 that's a good blood pressure, right? So will you split this, uh, what, what kind of burger is this one? This is the Impossible Burger, right? I believe so. You willing to split it with me? Sure. All right. Um, you you want to do the... Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so there's even it, the, the hmm. human-grown meat thing. I didn't know it went this far. Okay, tell me. Uh, but there's a company called uh, Ourobros Steak that lets you grow your own steak. You can scrub some tissue cells off of the inside of your cheek and uh, put them into a Petri dish. You're eating your own human flesh? That's what it looks like. Oh, no. <laughs> no way. How, they can't go that far. I, I, I am now disgusted. <laughs> I mean, I've heard the word... I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> yeah. So like, like, and they're saying, you know, the the it's, the, the way uh, it's better is because where even despite lab-grown meat industry claiming they offer a more sustainable, cruelty-free alternative, those ones still require fetal bovine serum or like you know fetal bovine fluid, where this version doesn't require the, to harm animals. So instead, you take your own blood. You're darn <laughs> a cannibal. They're trying to say they're, 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 the, the question posed oh at the beginning of the article God. is: Do you think this will curb the taboo against cannibalism? It says that. It says that. Yeah. What are they insane? <laughs> oh, gross, dude. Here, hand me, not, hand, yeah, me uh, hand me the sauce, the dragon sauce. I should maybe save that for Nicholas because he likes that. G give me the other sauce, the red one. Yeah, I think it's gonna need. Let's taste it without sauce and then with. Okay. You want to try it? Sure. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of blown away by the article I just read. <laughs> they were right. I know. It's just I didn't know that they were even giving you kits where you can grow your own. Like you can grow your own steak out of yourself and then eat it. Okay. This Impossible Burger actually tastes okay. Definitely drier. Drier than regular burger. seasoned than the other one we just ate. Those were better, right? I think that one was better. What, Gardein? Yeah. They're not worth 100 or 45 billion, right? No, because that's they don't use any, they don't use the the 
the uh, plant-based meat substitutes that are made by DuPont. No, I meant their valuation. We should look it up. Well, we should. Yeah, I'll check that out right now. Well, the interesting thing that's kind of uh, deceptive about it is mm. that is that they keep um, they keep the market values of Beyond Meat, Impossible Meat, and Dupont separate, even though they're part uh, of the same like you know, they're part of the same like uh, yeah supply chain. So it's kind of an interesting way of like kind that of, might be something that people stock investors if they're oh they're valuating they're saying it's going to be worth you know three times what it is now for investors. For the DuPont side of it, not for the Beyond Meat or the Impossible side of it. Because DuPont is the manufacturer of the, the actual protein product that they use in their meats. Hmm. So they don't make their own protein you know, mixture or mi- protein components. They get those from DuPont. On the Bill Gates interview, one of the scientists was talking about heme. It's from, it even says it on the ingredients list, it's from um, soy. It's, I guess, like extracted or... But I want to find out about that. Yeah, it's kind I of, mean, it's kind of, yeah, especially since heme, like heme iron is not good for you. So it's like, I don't know. How do you know heme iron isn't well, good? Well, it's not, you? it's not that it's not good for you. It absorbs much faster. And it, it can't be regulated like, like okay. plant based iron. Where plant based iron, your body, you know, they always say, oh, plant based iron doesn't absorb as well as animal based iron. The reality is, is that plant based iron your body can regulate and it only absorbs what it wants to. So you keep an even non toxic level of it. Where heme iron, because it's, it's bioavailable because it's from animals. Mm-hmm. Your body doesn't have to do any processing or any any configuration to make it bioavailable, so it just passes straight into your body, and that's where you get the iron toxicity from animal products. Oh yeah. And so I was wondering, it's like if it's you know it's heme, it's like I don't know what heme what. <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah. Well, know. well, let's let's go down that bunny trail. But right at this moment, what do you think of the actual taste with and without sauce on the Impossible Burger that we both said is? Higher in fat, isn't it? Fifty-two mm-hmm. percent fat. Tasted drier than the than the, than yeah. the other one, which is interesting. The other too. one had less fat, yet it tasted more juicy, robust more... and tasty and juicy. I'd say this one. This one, what it feels like is it feels like something that if you were a chef of your own and you had some seasonings and some ingredients to mix into it, mm-hmm. and you wanted to use it as like a base, you could probably make something pretty good with this. So you just have to do a lot of the work on your own, is what it seems like. You know, because it, it tastes like it tastes like kind of like meat, but. You know, it's okay. Um, whereas I feel like the uh, the the Gardein burger, I feel like that mm-hmm. one was ready to go. You could put that on to a pr- like all the all the fixings. Just put that, slap that on, and it would be a tasty burger right from the yeah. Gym. Particularly the Gardein Chipotle yeah, black really bean burger. We're not sure about some of their other burgers. No, no experience with them, but we just tried that, <laughs> and that was great. Now we've we've had uh, they have chicken. What are, what are they called? Chicken. Um, they eat them at a lot of the ball games, but uh, yard house, not ball games, but oh, the yeah, the, the buffalo wild buffalo wings, buffalo wings, yeah, the, and they have Gardein buffalo wings. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, and it has the hot sauce and everything. I've had some battered um, like buffalo cauliflower that I have to say I wouldn't, it, it, you know, it gets the job done in regards to the craving for wings for sure. I've I've had some good okay. ones. What, so what? Any last questions before we wind up the show? Um. Well, this person, uh, at least, but then again, it's in the chemtrails, so we're all screwed talking about the, uh, you know, okay. all the chemicals in the meat. And they said, do In-N-Out Burger, which we ob- object to. Well, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I knew the owner of In-N-Out Burger. Really? His w- surviving wife came to me, and he had passed on. I'd have to remember, I, in my mind, it was some cardiovascular issue that he passed on, which almost makes sense, right? He, he's the founder of In-N-Out Burger. and Yeah. Yeah, I mean, since he's passed, I mean, we can look up the science on that. I mean, you know, what 
what did the owner of In-N-Out Burger, you know, what was his cause of death, you know, yeah. if, if it was publicized. We but were we were with you beforehand, right? Uh, you know, the the whole the whole food plants, of In-N-Out right? Burger, the garbanzos, lentils, quinoa, of? all that stuff. That's definitely a better route than the In-N-Out Burger. Um, Wow, he's a billionaire. And then the last, the last question is by by our friend Mr. E. Um, he said, "Can you speak a bit about smoking cessation? I've been off of the cigarettes for years, but recently relapsed, and I'm having a hard time stopping again." Well, smoking is more than just behavioral conditioning. You know, they used to do a thing where you'd smoke, and they would give you an electric shock, and you'd smoke an electric shock, and you would associate what normally was a pleasurable, you know, puff of smoke with pain. And to a degree, that does work. What I would look at is, you know, think, think about addictions in general. First, think about adrenals. Make sure you support the adrenals. I would look to, to do hypnosis, timeline therapy, NLP, I would I would work within like the association to the pleasure quote of smoking and go to when it first started and go to that first event and let that go and replace it with a, a new sensory description. So it's more of a sub- subconscious area that needs to be worked on. And there are some good hypnotherapists, but I think it goes even further timeline therapy, NLP, what we call neuroreprogramming on a daily basis because you're going to have to deal with that cravings on a daily basis when you reduce the number of cigarettes because there is a true nicotine, if you will, nicotine fit. I I remember I had my first car that I liked a lot. I won't go into the car, but on the license plate, it said Nick, N-I-C-K, fit, F-I-T. And people would go by, drive by, and they pretend they were smoking. I'm looking at them like, what are they doing? And I realized Nick fit. I'm fit. You should be NIK instead of NIC. Huh? They were they were implying nicotine fit. And they were all happy that I was also a fellow nicotine. Yeah, how funny you're like cigarette part of the club. smoker. <laughs> I, I had smoked when I was twelve years old. True mm-hmm. story for I don't know, the summer of whatever year that was. It might have been nineteen sixty nine, right? The summer of what well, well yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I just, I just left the comments to you. I was, I was, I was but, but, but the point was that uh, I, I, I smoked and I bought cartons of cigarettes. And I thought at the time that I could stop smoking, you know, uh, when, whenever I felt that I had to, right? And wasn't true? Well, yeah, I mean... I, I I did stop and I stopped permanently. Yeah, so that was around 1976. I was I don't know, but but I, I I in my own case I decided smoking wasn't good for me. I wanted to be an athlete. That I knew when I breathed heavily that you know it could compromise my respiratory ability. Obviously, cigarette smoking is highly associated and with compromise uh, emphysema other lung diseases. Now, shockingly, one of the studies showed that it wasn't cigarette smoking itself that caused lung cancer, like everyone thinks. It was high cholesterol levels because there's cultures in the world that uh, eat a lot of plant-based Asians and they smoke, smoke a like lot. Chimneys. Yeah. And their incidence of lung cancer is low. And that was proven by Dr. Jeremiah Stamler in the hmm. Chicago study, a large, large study on, on individuals. And they found that the higher the cholesterol level, the higher the likelihood of lung cancer. What do you think it is that causes some people to 
you know, I'll use extremes, but some people to get addicted to something off of their first try having it, or you know, get it like be be super susceptible to addiction, while other people can almost dabble with anything and never, never, you know, make it a habitual thing. What do you think that is? Oh well, for one thing, low cortisol production due to adrenal fatigue is, I would say, the number one cause of addictive nature. Because what they're doing is they're looking for a high from the cigarette. They're looking for alcohol that gives them a rise or a drug like meth or, or sugar, cocaine. Or sugar or salt. Or right. sugar or overeating. Yeah, and My addiction yeah, no, was, was overeating. Too. I, couldn't, I could not get full no matter what. And it was to the point where I basically at that point in time only ate at all you can eat food places because it was like, might as well get my money's worth. <laughs> you know, So true. <laughs> I told you the story how I went to didn't Sir, Sir George's in Arcadia. Place, right? You put it on a business or you made them stop doing all you can eat, right? It was like they, you, they you, put you, up George, a sign. a couple other people. <laughs> yeah, they said they will no longer allow all you could eat. You had a maximum <laughs> number of plates and that was it. I went with the football team and we had an eating contest. This is when I was um, – I don't know, 17 years old. And I had this horrific uh, eating struggle where I could never be satisfied. And I didn't understand until years later Mm -hmm. when it was described that when you produce enough cortisol, the cortisol pushes from the food, the amino acids, the glucose, the fatty acids into the cells. So they actually get get fed. They get fed and you feel satisfied. Mm -hmm. But when you're constantly never feeling fed, you're constantly hungry, even after you've eaten a full even, plate even, of food. Even if your circulatory system, your digestive system are full of calories, right? Even if your yes. blood plasma is saturated and everything, oh, you're just man. Not, it doesn't Every matter. Every meal, I'd almost eat till my belly was just gorged. Till it hurt. Till it hurt. Yeah. Like, that was what stopped you usually. It's like the pain from your stomach stretching out finally released some cortisol. Or I had to go like, somewhere okay. is the only yeah. reason I stopped. Exactly. Yeah, I was right there with you. But once I solved that, I could eat a reasonable amount of food. It's almost weird, right? You go, right? why am I full so quickly? It's, it's like And to go nothing. back to Mr. E's comment about cigarette smoking, I would look into uh, a saliva test. Four po- the four-point cortisol. Four-point cortisol, morning, uh, you know, noon, afternoon, and evening, and see what that curve is. I'd look at 24-hour urine for the total cortisol metabolites, and I, I would look... The blood isn't going to tell you so much because the cortisol itself stays in a very narrow range, even if you're, you know, near non-existent cortisol production. But what I would look at is the symptoms. You know, do you feel cravings for sugars and, 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 you know, junk food? Do you overeat? Do you feel fatigued in the morning? And very wakeful at night, right right when you should be going to bed, right? Right. Those are pretty common symptoms. Right, right. So... And then I would just go right in with adrenal immune support, adrenal DMG. I would use, uh, I would use the outdoor daylight during the day, and, 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 and really focus on your sleep practices at night as well. Right, very dark at night, and good sleep practices. I use hypnosis tapes at night if I wake up in the middle of the night. Get off those screens at least two hours before bedtime. For sure, I I would look at the use of various herbs that ashwagandha, uh, echinacea. There's a whole host of really great herbs that tend to support healthy adrenal function. But I would also use glandulars, adrenal glandulars. Absolutely. You you absolutely need them when you're you're on <clears throat> death's door when it comes to adrenal fatigue. Because even if you're replacing with hydrocortisone, hydrocortisone isn't giving the building blocks necessary to actually repair those glands, right? It's just supplementing the hormones that aren't being created, right, which is different. Right, right. Uh, there was a long period where I desperately had to take 
cortisol, hydrocortisone, mm-hmm. Cortef, Upjohn, which is prescribed by my doctor. And I would take it as I needed, which was at least three times a day. And during stressful times, I would take more. But I found that over time, that when I finally learned to support my adrenals with the right adrenal cortex and with the right herbs and with liver support, a methyl donor, dimethylglycine, that's where the development of adrenal immune support for the doctor's brand and adrenal DMG. And I found that by taking rather consistently about three capsules in the morning, midday, and afternoon, about when those drops in cortisol might occur, I rarely ever needed hydrocortisone again unless I felt a cold or a flu coming on I would double up on the hydrocortisone I would double up on the adrenal DMG I would take a lot of hydration I'd be outdoors in the sun and you know a lot of people got sick around me recently Mm -hmm. again and they were sick back when and I mean I felt a slight sniffle and it was gone Mm -hmm. and literally everyone around me including some of my kids were sick and coughing on me you know come in the middle night and snuggle up next to me and cough on me some more I'm like shoot dude yeah yeah no we I I think everyone went down in the office except for you and me I think right so yeah you know it's and it's just uh you know it's it's Doing doing the right things, you know. It's because it's funny. As soon as you slip off of any of these, you know, you, you you get proud of yourself for practicing the right stuff, and then you get comfortable, right? And it's like you just you mess up on those practices just a little bit, and you realize that it's the practices that made you special, not you. <laughs> you know. Right. And then out of nowhere, someone hits you with stress, totally unexpected, you're, right? Your your sleeps in the toilet. Your 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 you know your 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 circadian cycles. You're taking of everything. supplements, everything, and and all you can think about is the crazy world and crazy people around you and you're like help help and your body's going help but that's the time you got to lean into to listen to good podcasts you got to pick up the phone talk to someone who self-care who, who knows what you're dealing with and move away from that kind of stress absolutely but it's hard to move away from the media stress so i just shut it off now i don't yeah. even. Now you, but people keep sending me links and I, you got to see this you got to see that and sometimes i'm like oh i'll look at it and i go i've already seen it I, i'm shutting it off i already know that I got story the gist i got the gist like right it's, <laughs> it's enough i don't need the i got enough drama in my life yeah, yeah. we all do, do i not yes. have yeah you me hey i'm not your stress the way you phrased it i was joking like do i not have enough stress i mean you (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right everyone be strong be well check out drnickdelgado.com i think it's there it is go to nickdelgado.com apply for the personal coaching there's a little blurb that comes at the end of the podcast, but for the YouTube channels, please subscribe, please share. It really means a lot to us. And please apply for coaching. Uh, your first session is free. It's well worth it. We'll have literally in the first session a plan that we've already outlined, and then we'll help you to implement it with weekly events. Uh, December 2nd, from the doctors.com, we have an event which is tomorrow on cancer and the immune system, facts and fiction. So check it out, everyone. We're excited. I hope this airs in time for you to hear about that event tomorrow, but at least apply to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. Thanks, everyone. Be well. This is Nick.